Welcome to Leading Lights. Please visit leadinglightnetwork.com for more information and resources. Hello and welcome. I'd like to share with you a message entitled Taking Risks. Life involves risks and we need to keep on taking risks. Some risks work, other risks don't. But even if you've taken a risk and it hasn't worked out, I want to encourage you to keep on taking risks. Someone said that faith is spelt R-I-S-K. Faith involves taking risks. Let's have a look at Joshua chapter 1, and I'm going to read verse 1 through to verse 9, and then we're going to look at principles from this passage that will help us know how to take risks that will help us and avoid risks that will harm us. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to the Lebanon, from the great river Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be able to be careful to do everything written in it. For then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. We see in this passage seven keys to taking positive risks. Joshua took a risk to cross the Jordan and take possession of the promised land. If we don't take risks, we will not take possession of our full inheritance. Joshua chapter 1 verse 6 tells us, you will lead these people into their inheritance. And God wants us to take a hold of all that He has promised us. He wants us to take a hold of His promises in our lives, but it involves taking risks. So, seven keys to taking positive risks. The first we see in Joshua chapter 1 in verse 1. The Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun. The first key is only take risks when you have a clear word from God. Make sure that you've heard from God. God spoke to Joshua. There's some great teaching on this website on how you can recognize God's voice. And it's important for us to make sure that we're hearing what God is saying. Make sure that it's what God said. Don't fall into the trap that many Christians do by just adding the words, Thus saith the Lord, thinking somehow that's going to make God move on your behalf. In fact, the Bible warns us that we shouldn't say God said if God 
has actually not said. Listen to Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Do not add to His words, or He will rebuke you and prove you a liar. People try and force God's hand by saying God said. But in actual fact, that's not faith. That's foolishness or presumption. And we know that God will only complete what He has started. It says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. He's only obliged to finish what He's authored. It says in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, He who started a good work in you will bring it to completion. If He didn't start the work, He is not obliged to complete it. So let's make sure before we take the risk, we've clearly heard from God. Before you step out, make sure you know that God has spoken to you. The second key we see in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 2. The Lord says, Moses, my servant, is dead. And in verse 5, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. The second key is we need to leave the past behind to take a hold of our future. We need to leave behind past failures. We need to leave behind past successes. In Philippians chapter 3, Paul says this in verse 13, This one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, I press on to the high call of God in Christ Jesus. God has promised us His presence and He has a wonderful future for us. He says, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And God has a plan and purpose for us, but in order for us to take a hold of what God has for us, we need to let go of the past. For Paul, in Philippians chapter 3, it wasn't letting go necessarily of negative things, even though there were some negative things he had to let go of. He let go of some positive things. He put his confidence in his education. He put his confidence in his heritage. And sometimes God wants to get us to a place where we let go of those things and our confidence is firmly in Christ. That we know who we are in Christ and as such we go forward knowing that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The third key we see is in verse 3. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 3, he says, Now arise. The third key to taking risks that will help you and not harm you is to get the timing right. And man, I find this one difficult. So often we need to recognize that doing the right thing in the wrong time becomes the wrong thing. It's so important for us to recognize God's time. Now, Joshua had waited 40 years to go into the promised land. If we go back and looked in our Bibles in Numbers chapter 13 and 14, when the 12 spies were sent in, he was numbered among them. Ten said no, two said go. Joshua and Caleb said, we can, we're well able, we can take the land. But uh, as a result of the ten, and as a result of the response from the people, Joshua and Caleb had to wait a whole generation before they had the opportunity to go into the promised land. And you know, God's time is when we are ready, when everyone else involved is ready, and when it fits into God's master plan. 
I love the way it says in Psalm 31 and verse 15, our times are in his hands. And what we need to do is we need to prepare ourselves so that when the opportunity comes, we can seize the opportunity. We can take a hold of that opportunity and we can move forward into all that God has called us to. Success is when preparation and opportunity meet together. We should be preparing ourselves so that when the opportunity comes, we can seize that opportunity. We can seize the day, carpe diem, take a hold of all God has for us and pursue it. Get the timing right. Number four, the fourth key is to do our homework. Now, we didn't actually read it, but in Joshua chapter 2 and verse 1, Joshua sent two spies into the land and told them, go and look over the land. The fourth key to taking risks is to do your homework. We need to be diligent in the spiritual and in the natural. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 5 says, the plans of the diligent will prosper. Diligence is important. Jesus said we need to count the cost. It's important for us to count the cost before we go and start building something, before we pursue something. In Luke chapter 14, verse 25 to 33, it talks about how we need to count the cost and we need to keep monitoring. And if we get to a place where we realize we don't have enough to, to, to continue with this, we need to make sure that we, as soon as possible, start to make contingency plans. And I think that walking in faith doesn't mean that we leave our brains at the door. It, it, it involves us consciously saying, I'm hearing God, and by choice, I'm responding to Him. And, uh, and we know that we've heard Him, but we also need to do our homework. We need to be diligent with these things. God has not called us just to be like lemmings jumping off a cliff. There's no such thing as blind faith. Faith is this. Faith is hearing God and responding to Him. It's knowing that God has given us light in which to walk. And we don't need to be overly cautious, but what we do need to do is we need to do our homework. We need to, we need to make sure that we've prepared things, you know. And uh, for us to start a meeting, for example, in your home or in a hall, don't just sort of pitch up and hope that everything's going to be okay. You need to plan it out. You need to make sure that you've set the chairs out properly, that you've sent out invitations, that you have, uh, you've, you've made preparations so that you don't get there on the day and the hall's locked and, and there's no seats and, and, uh, and you know, there's no power or whatever, that, uh, that you, you've prepared yourself. You've got the screen ready. You can show the videos. You can uh, host people. You've done your homework. And that's so important for us to do our homework. Key number five is to step out with courage. I love the fact that four times in as many verses in Joshua chapter one, Joshua is told, be strong and courageous. And that's really a word perhaps for somebody today. Be strong and courageous. If you have a clear word from God, if you know you're in God's timing, then step out with courage. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's doing the right thing regardless of fear. It's stepping out and saying, I know that I need to pursue this because this is what God has called me to do. Courage can be defined as seeking to please God and not man. 
saying, I'm going to live to please God. I'm going to march to the beat of his drum. I'm going to live by his principles, regardless of what everybody else or everything else around me is or are doing. We need to respond to him. Key number six, make sure that the risk you're taking is consistent with your call. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 7, the Lord says to Joshua, Do not turn from it to the left or the right, that you may succeed wherever you go. We need to make sure that what we're doing is consistent with our call. Now the call on Joshua's life, and we could read about this in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 to verse 8, where Moses Uh, speaks to Joshua and says, God's called you to go and take these people into their inheritance. Again, he says it again in Joshua chapter 1, I've called you to take these people into your inheritance, verse 6, and uh, and take a hold of all this. This This was the call that God had on Joshua's life. And we need to make sure when we take a risk, it's consistent with our call. For example, make sure that what you're doing is what God has called you to do and not what God has called somebody else to do. For me to launch a singing career and to try and have a a worship album would be crazy because uh, I can't sing and I can't play a musical instrument. For me to feel like that's what I should be doing would not really work because that's not what God has called me to do. God's given me a specific call and I need to pursue that call. And make sure when you take a risk, it's consistent with your call, that you're not stepping out foolishly or presumptuously, but you're staying focused on what God has called you to do. It's important for us to stay focused on what God has called us to do and not be distracted by all the needs, but to make sure we've heard from God and that we're responding to Him. And finally, number seven, the seventh and final key we're going to look at in this message today for us to take risks that will help us and not harm us is uh, to keep thinking, living, and speaking God's Word. In Joshua 1 and verse 8, the Lord says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. In the Amplified Bible, it says, Then you will deal wisely in the affairs of life. We need to make sure that uh, the very thing that got us where we are is the thing that we keep doing. And, you know, because of your reliance upon God, because you heard from God, because you've taken His Word, because you're living according to the principles of His Word, because your your life is to pursue His call, uh, don't stop doing those things, the basics, because God starts to give you some form of success you'll continue having lasting success, success that, uh, that God wants you to have when we keep doing the right thing, when we keep meditating on God's Word. We speak, keep spending time with Him. We keep, we keep uh, day and night living in a living, dynamic relationship with the Lord. It's, uh, it's important that we don't, just, we don't just get there, but we stay there. God wants us to bear much fruit. It says in John 15 verse and verse 16 it says bear much and lasting fruit God wants to produce much and lasting fruit through our lives so before you take a risk I encourage you make sure that you've looked at some of these things have you heard from God 
Is it consistent with your core? Uh, are, you, are you in a place where you've done your homework? Are you in a place where you're in God's time? If that's where you're at, be strong and courageous. God has a wonderful inheritance for you. He said, ask me and I'll give you the nations for your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possession. I encourage you today. Let's take a hold of all that Christ Jesus has taken a hold of for us. God bless you. Be strong and courageous. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.